Thanks to Skillshare for supporting the morning stream. Join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for our listeners. Get two months of Skillshare for free at Skillshare.com slash TMS. Coming up on TMS, the fart is in the hot dog water. Pissed on a rose from a plane. Get your jizz jazz together. Who's the hung guy? Give me five minutes to deal with my crone. A little revenge never hurt nobody. ATM. Oh, that! Uncle Dr. Boswell Protection Service. Barrels and bananas that might involve a tie. Tom's Tech Time. Recommendals and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. The traveling family who went 6,000 miles on one bar of soap. No, one kind of soap. I remember the fat man. It's going to be all right, Penny. I understand now. Damn it. This is the morning stream. Let's play that again. It's going to be all right, Teddy. I understand now. This is the morning stream. Still getting used to the old soundboard change. Sure, sure. A little bit of a different workflow. I mean, you got to you understand, like, five years of the show have been doing it one way and one way only every day, day in and day mm-hmm. out. So when yeah. you pull it all away and you go, hey, Scott, try a different way, it's a little, uh, throws you off your game. That's all I'm saying. Throws you off your game. It does. Yes. Uh, speaking yes. of throwing people off their game, we're here to do that on a Wednesday. It's Wednesday, October 23rd. <laughs> we're here to throw you off, off your game yeah. today. Whatever game you have, we're throwing you off of it. I'm Scott Johnson. He's Brian Ibbett, and it is TMS. Welcome, Brian. Hi and hello. Oh, oh thank oh, thank you, Scott. Uh, uh, thank you. It's it's good to be here. Decent Once morning. Once again, good joining morning. you. Is it? Oh, yeah. Good morning in the morning the news this morning. Is that what you're saying to me? Yeah. <laughs> the news this morning. Good morning. Fantastic. Uh, how was your uh, morning? Fine? Everything fine over there? Fine until a few minutes ago and things seemed to have righted themselves. Like I had a, a client who I did. Oh, my God, Scott. Yesterday afternoon, mm. I had to Photoshop isolate 18 automobiles out of uh, photos that that the dealership had taken, you know, just in their in their lot. So basically pull up the car, they clean it really nice and then pull it up to the front of their their dealership and then they take a picture and like well we want something snowy and 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 mind you the first thing they said to me is well we want to do a, a car ad with about you know six to eight cars I'm like sure. oh cool no problem all sure. right we want to have a little snowy background so i found this cool background that i used and created a uh a drop like a a shadow um uh, vector that I could kind of move around that had a little bit of a blur on it so that I could move it underneath the car because you can't just do if you do a drop a straight drop shadow behind a car that's isolated oh from it's a, terrible from, don't ever do it it looks like a two-dimensional car hovering above your thing it's really awesome. all you have all you need is a square where the or a a, um, a polygon four-point polygon where the tires touch Gotcha. And as long as you've got that and a little bit of blur on it, it looks like it's real. It looks like it's sitting wherever you want to make it sit. Sure. But I have to spend, so it started out six to eight cars. Then it's like, well, can we do 12? Oh, but can we do 16? We have 16 cars that we want to push in the sand. It's like, God <laughs> dang it. Two and a half hours of like getting around this and the door handle and Ugh. cutting out tires too is the worst. It I is bad because they're, cil- they're cylinders, but they're also, they have little cuts in them. So yeah. you got to like really get in there with your tools and it's like a Photoshop nightmare. You can't just take that auto no. tracer tool thing they have now. It doesn't freaking work like that, guys. Freaking Adobe. 
Wake no, up, wake up, no. sheeple. I do like I do like the magnetic um the magnetic tool, the magnetic uh, lasso. Yeah, it works great when it works. It does work great when it works. And I just figured out this is probably old hat to everybody else who does Photoshop. Yeah. But so you're you're dragging along with your um your magnetic lasso or any lasso tool. Yeah. And you get to the edge of your image and you're like, well crap, I you know, I need to I need to get more of my image. I'm, I'm at the end of my image, but there's more image to the right. If you tap, hold down the space bar, your hand, while you're doing your lasso, your cursor turns into a hand. You drag the whole image over, release the space bar, and you're right back to drawing your little lasso. Oh, gotcha. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, totally. While you're lassoing, you can switch to the space bar, and it does not interrupt your lasso. Yeah, which is cool. Uh, there's like five people listening who are like, oh, that's great. Yeah, or no. actually, there's probably one person who's like, oh, that's great. Four people said, I already know that. And then the other th th few thousand, several thousand listeners are saying, right, whatever, move yeah, on. Yeah, don't Oops, care. You Photoshop yeah. nerds, move on is what they're saying. Can we talk about poop, please? Yeah, poop, <laughs> I didn't tune wieners. in to learn something. Yeah, we need wieners, more poop, more wieners. Yeah, exactly. uh, well, that's fun for you. Enjoy. Uh, oh, well, you know what your thing this morning probably was? It's probably just some DNS thing. DNS is always there, man. Always. Was, yeah. Like an IP address. Something was oh, wrong. Do that. Strange. Hate it. Because it's the, the whole internet's based on it. Yet when it breaks, everything seems all mysterious and weird. How did it happen? We don't know who to blame. <laughs> Magnets. Magnets. How did they work? How did they work? <laughs> anyway, uh, we're uh, we're going to do a show for you today. We got Battle Royale coming up. We got the news. We got uh, Tom and Nicole and all that stuff. Oh, I forgot to do a recommendal. What am I thinking? Oh, no, really? <laughs> well, I think I watched something. The question is, is it recommendable enough? And I think it probably is. You think is. you watched something? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I watched a few things. I'm just trying to remember if it was memorable enough for me to recommend it. It probably is. It's fine. I'll recommend it. I've been doing the, the Halloween Good. movies, the, the horror movies. Oh, sure, sure. So I'll uh, I'll probably talk about that. I'm impressed with that, by the way, because I... Uh... I haven't. I haven't watched any. I feel like the only thing that um, uh, the only thing that I've watched um, uh, Halloween stuff has been for film sack. Like on my own, no, no real horror-y stuff. Well, I mean, Mindhunter is kind of creepy, sort of scary. Horror yeah, a little bit, a little hoary. <laughs> uh, but I see. Here's the thing. I uh, don't normally do it. Like you're 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 doing what i usually do which is mm -hmm. film sack watches cheesy horror for that month and then the rest of it i just don't but for whatever reason i got interested in watching a bunch of horror movies i've missed over the years like the um conjuring uh, mm -hmm. uh a bunch of those what's his name movies oh, i've been to watch the conjuring yeah yeah it's it's interesting um i don't know when this happened but did we talk about this maybe we did how what's his name is in all the horror movies now um patrick wilson Oh yes, yes. I think we did yes. talk about that. He's in all of them now. <laughs> like, what's he yep. doing? What is this his new career path? Like, when did that all happen? I guess it happened years ago, and I just wasn't paying attention. But Patrick Wilson is in everything, uh, horror related. But anyways, uh, I'm into it, and I'm I don't know what I'm watching next. Did I tell you about the one I bounced off of? I think I did. The spit on your grave um, one. Who? who yes, you did. Yes, yeah. You talking about how you watched the first couple minutes of oh, it and then said, "Nope, it. it's nope, brutal, done. dude. Freaking brutal." I, and there's, and people tell me the '70s one is even worse, but I, I can't even imagine because this was the most exploitative, awful, freaking. I mean, they couldn't. There's no way the revenge at the end could justify the stuff at the beginning. There's no way. Mm -hmm. No mm -hmm. way you get enough revenge to make that worth it. Oh, it's bad. 
Anyway, uh, and I like revenge movies. <laughs> it doesn't make it, yeah, right. You know, a little revenge never hurt nobody, I like to say. Sure. Um, all right, let's talk about this. Got a bunch of calls sitting or waiting around for us. Thought it might be good to get to a few of them today. Okay. So this morning we're gonna we're gonna play a couple. Now these all came to eight zero one four seven one zero four six two, and yeah, if that number sounds familiar, it's the same one we take live calls with. But when we're not taking live calls, it takes voicemails, and the voicemails I then get, and then I can play them here on the show. It's how it works, and it's a real cool thing. And you're welcome to call anytime and say whatever you want. Like the following people, we got one about the jazz, and this is supposed to help me feel better about my team that's in. Perpetual rebuilding. Yeah. So here they are. Let's see what he says. Hey, man. Uh, this is Pete from North Carolina. Your Utah Jazz are good, man. Like, I know I heard you were talking about the, the 97 Bulls Jazz and all that. Um, you guys are going to be good. You are good. Um, like, sneaky good. And you might surprise some people. So it's worth paying attention to, man. Um, anyway, love the show. Thanks, bud. I like I like how it's just they're good. They're sneaky good. All right. Anyway, we'll see you. <laughs> like, are they good? And if they yes. are, why are they? What players am I supposed to get stoked about this time around? Like, I don't know, man. I feel, I feel like, I feel like I want to believe. I want to believe what you're telling me. You made you made a really compelling argument, but mm-hmm. I don't feel it still. I don't feel like my team is all that much of a team uh, at the moment. So we'll see how that goes. All right, Brian. How about this one? Okay, all right. Uh, This is about driverless cars, which we talked about some time ago. Uh, Follow-up to that. Here you go. Just listening to today's show, September 19th, you guys talking about electronic cars and taking over the interstates and the one guy who wanted to just have his own car's manual drive. Just thinking, what do you guys think the transition was like when there were horses and buggies everywhere and then cars actually came into the scene? Love the show. Thanks. Okay, I appreciate the comparison. I think what he's saying... <laughs> I'm never going to give up my horse. Oh, Bessie's been with me, and you're going to tell me, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of that, right? <laughs> there had to have been. Plus, they were yeah. noi- they were noisy and stinky, and and uh, they would tear up the, the path, because the roads weren't paved, right? So you had just a lot mm-hmm. of dirt roads and stuff like that, and they were known for, for banging that up. They would break down on the side of the road and kind of block... Uh, traffic for the horse-drawn uh, carriage and buggy stuff to get past so yeah it was a thing it was a problem and they got over it and now they did we're so over it we literally <laughs> built an interstate highway system that cost billions of dollars that we all rely on every day to do everything so we can't even i can't even imagine going back to to i mean obviously you and i never experienced horse-drawn carriage except maybe for a, a hayride every once in a while right but uh I can't imagine, you know, all of us as a society saying, you know what? Cars just aren't working out. Let's go back to horses. Yeah, and, and you uh, know people were, were pissed. They were pissed sure. because sure. their whole world was being upended. The way they got around was being challenged. And not only that, it was being challenged with people with money and a fancy new device that seemed crazy, mm-hmm. like a crazy machine. Right. So, right. Uh, so yeah, like I, I 100% with this dude. I think that any big change like this seems crazy and hard for the – for the generation that experiences it. But it all works out in the end. It's, it's fine. fine. History is a rising road, as I like to say. Well, LBJ, <laughs> not LBJ. Um, FDR used to say that. Rising, so. rising road? Yeah. How does the road run? Oh, I guess it's you're going uphill. Yeah. That's not good. No, that's his idea. Is that, uh, so So FDR, FDR? Yeah, Franklin Delano Roosevelt said. Sure. History is oh, a rising road, meaning that... Oh, <laughs> 
<laughs> not Freddy, uh, Dickface, uh, uh, Derwick, Derwick, uh, Reynolds, Derwick Reynolds, <laughs> Freddy Derwick Reynolds. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even trust that guy. Just hearing that name, I don't no. trust it. Yeah, no. Um, anyway, when Sidian says, fun fact, FDR probably didn't have polio. How you got that one figured? You better give me some good stuff on yeah, that. Yeah. Because uh, uh, freaking, you know who told me it has polio and then did a bunch of confirming uh, stuff was Mr. Ken Burns. You may have heard of him. <laughs> I trust Ken Burns. Uh, I'm super curious about that now. But anyways, uh, Sidian with a, with a sneaky info, man. I, I got to hear more. Fake, fake news. Well, he usually drops a lot of tr- <laughs> he drops a lot of truth bombs in here. Sometimes usually. he does, but I, this whole polio thing, I thought that was pretty much confirmed. I'm, I mean, I feel like that was. I mean, like I know he, he lied. Ab- I know he lied about it, and like, or, or hit, I shouldn't say lied. He hit it all the time. Yeah, but yeah. that's not this. I mean, he actually had it though, right? Anyway, oh, he says yeah, I thought it might I, be a misdiagnosed case of uh, Gillian Bar, Julian Bar, Julian Barbary syndrome. I don't know. <laughs> the old Jillian Barbary. Yeah, the old Jillian Barbary syndrome. Yeah. Uh, maybe it was. Okay, well, that's possible. It's possible it was misdiagnosed. I could see that. Um, but anyways, probably not, though. Everybody was into the polio then. So uh, anyway, what was the point? Oh, he says history's a rising road. And the reason he says that is because when people get all down about what's going on anytime, whatever, like right now you might be complaining, ah, that uh, Donald Trump feller. Or you might be complaining, ah, that uh, Trudeau feller, or what, whatever your complaint is. Yeah. Uh, it, the the history historically things are always on the bit of a rise. Always, always a little better. It takes a long time. Sometimes you don't notice it. Okay. History's a rising road. Rising road. I mean, you know, I, I get, I get it. It's like you're always onward and upward, but but it does imply great. We're we're it's we're going uphill. <laughs> Which, <laughs> you know what? You're not wrong. I'd never thought of that before. You're totally yeah. right. It's got a bad second meaning. Well, no, you know what it means. It means for us to rise, it takes mm-hmm. work, Brian. It takes work. See? Uh, yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Like it's not nothing. Yeah. Easy. Right. Right. If we didn't work, we'd just be kind of like you know. Yeah. If you want to get you want to get higher, you got. To I don't work want harder. to though. I don't want to go uphill. When do we start coasting? Can. Can uh, can the future be? It's all downhill from here. Can well, we have that? It's also one giant. It's supposed to be one giant average, but in the actual uh, micro, or you know, in the micro, we are we do have moments of like ah, glide, and then oh, a little okay. bit of, like your bike thing you do all okay. the time. It's like that. right now we're in a rebuilding year, is what you're saying. We're in a <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're in a bit of a rebuilding phase in some ways. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> which is frustrating because we don't know how good we got it sometimes. But anyway. Oh, look at that. Sidian has a whole Wikipedia article on the paralytic illnesses of Franklin D. Roosevelt. Interesting. Hmm. All right. Hey, look, Sidian <laughs> used, to, Sidian used to be a teacher, right? He was a teacher for a long time. So. Oh, Roosevelt was? I didn't know that. No, no. Sidian is or was. Oh. Uh, not anymore, right, Sidian? I can't remember the story. But he either taught or still teaches, or there's he's got he, he knows God, his he stuff. Seems like the angriest teacher ever. He seems so salty in the chat room. He says not anymore. No. We're, oh, but that implies that he was a teacher. So. So were the t- were you did you quit because the kids were mean or what was the deal there? They didn't bring you an apple quit, every day. He quit because he was mean. He was mean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too mean. I quit. <laughs> I mean, I don't even want. We don't want to turn this into this interview city and hour. But I'm curious. I'm super curious about that for some reason. I don't know why that's interesting to me. Anyway, there's that. Let's uh, let's uh, play this third call. Okay, this okay. one. All right. Well, I'll, I'll I'll just let you hear it. 
It's our old pal Jonathan in New York. Here you go. Hey, this is uh, uh, Jonathan in New York. Uh, calling back. Uh, didn't get a chance to call back last week. Hey, Scott. Um, I've got a Utah connection. Uh, I've been there. Uh, sorry I didn't get through today. Uh, talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> His Utah connection <laughs> is that he's been here. I love yeah, it. That's a good connection. Right. Then you have a new. Nice to see you can wake and bake in in uh, states other than uh, Washington and Colorado and. Uh, yeah, he is always. He always sounds like he's got a little bit of the old. Hope, I, if you know what I, I mean. know. I'm sure he's not, but uh, no. we don't want to. You know, we don't want to cast aspersions. Is that how it goes? Is that the phrase? Yeah, cast aspersions. Right. Sure. Rising yeah. road, cast yeah. aspersions. Look at all cast, these idioms. Cast a rising road of aspersions. Yeah, we need more <laughs> idioms. Let's combine our idioms today into one big Voltron idiom see what we can do with it thank you for your calls you guys i love these so please keep them coming uh they're super easy to submit and have and do all you got to do is call that number 801-471-0462 and leave us a voicemail you can do it anytime when they're on the air off the air doesn't matter voicemail will happen unless you're calling live for something we're doing live okay speaking of which (laughs) in which case we'll answer so that doesn't (laughs) just yeah just oh. be ready to leave a message if we don't answer. Brian says, give me... Oh, this was at 9.21. What time is it? Oh, he needs a few minutes. He says, give what? me about 15 if you can. We are having Chrome issues. At first, I thought it said, oh. I thought it said Crohn's issues. Like he was having a... Had Crohn's disease. And I'm like, dude, you didn't tell me that. All right, so I'm going to try him. Let's just see okay. the answers. Yeah, when did he send that? Uh, Like five minutes ago. So it may not be okay. enough time, but we'll try. We'll just try it. Because he did say, if you can. Well, what if I can't, Dunaway? What if I can't? <laughs> what if I can't? What if we, we're, we're beholden to a schedule here? We got to talk about poop. That's right. Uh, Pops and Recline makes a good point. Says, uh, prepare for phone calls. Or prepare for voicemails that are really people trying to get through Battle Royale but end up in voicemail. I think that's probably what happened to Jonathan there. Yeah, I think so. Because you does your, your voicemail, your outgoing Frog Pants TMS voicemail doesn't say... Ah, you didn't get through this time, but leave a message and we'll get back to you. No, like that. it's I mean, more it doesn't general. Say like that. No, it's just more general. It says, "Welcome to the Frog Pants Voice Line. Leave a message." Oh, we'll... he asks for five minutes. He says, "Oh, five I'm is that all you in need?" in my office. Give me five more minutes. Oh, five minutes. We can do five minutes. That's no problem at all. That will give me time to read totally. an actual email. This is like like a real email. Not. Oh, not... good. I was gonna say it gives you time to watch something for your recommendal. <laughs> that would work too. <laughs> uh, Ryan Smith wrote in about ATM machines because we were talking about that and pin numbers and all that yesterday. Or you were, I guess. Uh uh, Pin numbers and ATM machines. Yeah, he says, your discussion about ATM machines and pin numbers, uh, which is like him saying uh, automatic teller machine machines and what what is, oh, personal identification number numbers. Personal identification number numbers, yes. Right. Uh, Reminding me of something Penn Gillette said on his podcast. He referred to the sexual act that can be abbreviated to ATM, and whenever he hears ATM machine... All he can think of is a machine that does that. Now I'm passing that along ah. to you. Wait. I thought the I thought the correct abbreviation, and I'm ashamed to say this, is A2M. I don't know what it is. Oh, that! <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> Someone, I do want somebody to clip the the moment of realization on Scott's face when. Uh... <laughs> it wasn't until you put the two in there. Yeah. But then it's still right because two, you mean the number two? Because that's how. Yeah, we, the number two. Yeah. Because yeah. T would spell it. But until you said well, T. T O would spell it. Oh, well, yeah. I see. T, yes. T would abbreviate it. Yes. So either we, either, either we, either way, 
<laughs> Either way, oh AT ATM works. It's just that yes. you saying the number two got me there. It, it got the realization, <laughs> yes. Hey, Brian Dunaway's here with us now. Can we, can we talk Brian oh, Dunaway, please? Oh, please, let's talk about Dunaway. I want, I want to do that real bad. Hi, Dunaway, how are you? Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. How are you guys? Uh, we're fine. We're good. Yeah. We're good. We're just uh, ruining Scott's uh, innocence one one abbreviation. One more time. One acronym yep. at a time. One more time. <laughs> hey, you guys, check it out. It's Babble Royale, where we sit here with Brian Dunaway and have some fun and try to give away some prizes and have a good time so that we can all have a good time. Uh, uh, Brian, how are you? Are you having? Is it a good week? What happened to Chrome? What's wrong with Chrome? Stupid Chrome and Symantec endpoint protection can't get their jizz jazz together. Whoa, that's jizz right. Jazz. Okay, all right. We talked about uh, the jazz earlier this morning. Right, talking about the jazz this morning, man. <laughs> yeah. So wait a minute. So, uh, uh, what's I going to say about that? I had a thing to say about that. Oh, oh, no, oh yeah. Uh, like if you're in a corp, if you're an enterprise, uh, if you're like an in enterprise area of, of work uh, and you your company uses chrome and you got the latest version today uh, mm. you may find yourself in trouble if you're running semantic endpoint protection mm. is semantic still make they still make that uh what's that guy's name for the virus protection oh yeah Could, right uh, uh, uncle dr oz Do uncle dr boswell what is, what is that it? guy's name boswell's protection service and Norton. Norton. Yes. <laughs> Norton, Norton antivirus. Oh my God. Yes. I still use Norton Commander. Yeah? No you way. For me. Really? No. You, you oh. say, go out and get your paper. And he goes out and gets his paper. And yeah. That's exactly what I eat a bowl of cornflakes and he eats a bowl of cornflakes. <laughs> Why did I think it was Boswell? All right. I was speaking of throwbacks. Have you guys seen that they're uh, bringing, I guess, checks? Wasn't it checks that uh, did the Mikey thing? No, that now was there's life. Like a, there's like a new Mikey. Oh, no, that's Life Serial. Oh, that's Life Serial. Life. Yeah. I'm sorry, Life. I did say chicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, hey, Mikey, he likes it. So you're saying there's a new right, kid? Because the, brought... the original Mikey died from mixing Coke and Pop Rocks. Yeah, that that's was a... what we heard. Yeah. So rumor. now we've got a new Mikey. <laughs> is it a new little kid or is it an older it's dude? It's a or... new little kid. Okay. Huh. All right. Is he going to be just as... Uh... Looked, looked, at, looked at by his friends as a deviant because he likes <laughs> life cereal. Mikey likes it a little too much. His friend, I think it's supposed to be his brother or something, wasn't it? I I'll know. be in my bunk with my life cereal. <laughs> I don't know enough of my my life cereal lore is a little short on details. I have to admit. Uh, yeah, I don't. Right. I don't know if it was ever. You know, it was never explained how those kids knew each other and why they were all eating breakfast together. But oh, I would and you're worried that one about of them, that. I would assume the two of them were siblings, and the other one was there for a sleepover, and they just decided to rip on poor Mikey. Nothing. I couldn't. I couldn't focus on that because I was too busy trying to figure out what that thing was in the honeycomb commercial. Oh yeah. Well, it was sure. everything was big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the other thing yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, one of these days, I'll have to tell you guys about why I think sleepovers are the worst idea in human history. But oh, I'll, yeah. I'll save it oh. for another day. Uh, hi, you're on the air. Who's this? Thanks for being so patient. Somebody please make a note of that. Hey, uh, it's uh, Zarek from Dayton, Ohio. Hello, Zarek from Dayton, Ohio. It's nice to have you here. Dayton, Ohio. Why do I? Why, oh, is, yeah. why is Dayton, Ohio ringing a bell for something recent? That's not where that shooting was. We've had. Was it? Uh, yeah. Oh, it was Oregon the shooting. district yeah. here in Dayton. That yeah, uh, it was a big ugly shooting a couple months ago. That's right. That was the big wow. one. I was way to, to way to <laughs> you know way to remind Zarek. Is it Zarek or Derek? Zarek with a Z. 
Zarek with a Z. That's correct. Is, cool. that, a, is that a real cool. name or is that your nickname? That's uh, a nickname that I'm actually transitioning to become my real name. I love that I like name. It so much. Yeah, that name's cool. awesome. Yeah. Just watch out for Apollo and Starbucks because uh, <laughs> they don't like that guy. Oh, yeah. Tom <laughs> Zarek. That's right. The leader of the... Uh, well, it was played by the old Apollo, so it's like, kind of okay. Right. Yeah. Richard Richard Hatch, not the naked guy from Survivor, Richard Hatch. Right. And rest in peace, <laughs> not the guy from Survivor. Uh, anyway, right. Zarek, that is a cool name. I hope you get it, and uh, you'll have to tell us how that process works. But uh, for today, we're going to have you be part of today's competition in Battle Royale. Brian Ibbett will explain all of it Thank right you. now. Go ahead, Brian. That's right. I'm going to give Scott and Brian Dunaway a topic, and they're going to go back and forth with answers for that topic. If one of them gives a wrong answer, repeated answer, or they take too long to come up with an answer, by golly, the win will go to the other player. Your job, Zarek is to become a political terrorist in our near future and to predict who is going to come out on top based on the topic. Today, you're playing for a pair of CDs from Dizzy Box 9 and Trend Selva and a copy of Sonic Mania Mania mm. on Steam. And I'm guessing that... Um, oh, that's very good, by the way, Sonic Mania. This is with the classic Sonic, not with that... Uh, that weird creature that we saw in uh, in the trailer. No, yeah, no. This is what this is. It's like uh, them going back. In fact, I think there's a very there's a really interesting story about it. Sega hired some guys that were making a uh, indie version of this because they loved old Sonic and they made kind of a Sonic game that was so good it caught their eye. Mm. And so they hired some of these guys to work on this game. And so this game is like made by fans of of Sonic, like the and it, and it plays like. You know, Sonic One, Two, Three, yeah, uh, yeah. freaking uh, the CD game, all that. So that's it's actually very so good. I've played made it. by made by fans, but endorsed by Sega. Made basically. by well, and, and also now they're employees, but yes, oh, they cool. they hired them. It's pretty. It's actually oh, very, awesome. and it also plays really well. It's very good. Anyway, cool. Well, that that uh, could be yours, Zarek. Uh, but before we can start this game, I need to give Scott and Brian their topic today. This one comes to us from David Akers. And uh, oh, so you guys, you guys like video games. Love them. Uh, I've heard I like, of those. I like music. This is kind of that that intersection, that junction, yeah. if you will, between music and video games. There was an album that came out in the '80s called Pac-Man Fever oh my by a couple of guys named Buckner and Garcia. Uh-huh. Uh, I want you to know there were uh, eight songs on the album. Each one had to do with a classic arcade game i want you to tell me the classic arcade games referenced in each of those eight songs i love this oh my gosh i, I love this do. yeah this is exciting because i played that tape until it wore out so did you really oh, yeah. oh wow okay well yeah. that uh that that zarek that should probably give you an idea of who you should be uh looking at how do you feel about this one brian let's kind of give you some equal footing or equal yeah how you feel i feel i feel fine i feel just Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. I didn't wear the tape out. Mm. But you had the tape? I did not have the tape, but oh. I did listen to it. Yeah. All right. Good enough. All right. Good enough. All right. I okay. had the uh, had the CD. Oh. The Ooh, look at you. <laughs> I, had the, I had the mini disc of Fan- that one. Fancy. Uh, Zarek, uh, who would you like to go first, and who do you think is going to win? Um, I'm going to say... Uh, Got the the start and to win. Yeah, oh, haven't, wow. had, a, haven't had a start and win in a while. That's cool. I'm into yeah. it. All right. Uh, well, obviously Pac-Man. I'm hoping that somebody was going to start with that one. Yeah. Yes, good. Yeah. Good. So. Uh, Pac-Man, Pac-Man Fever. It's a, a three minute and forty nine song, forty nine second song that begins <laughs> the album. <laughs> I used to know the words to almost every song, so 
I don't really now. Wow. But I used to. And I'm in my head right now, I'm trying to conjure it, and I can't quite think of anything other than the chorus. But anyway. Sure. All right, Dunaway. All right. I'll, I'll repeat the question just one more time. There's how many songs on this there album? Are eight, and... There are eight songs on the album, and each, uh, each uh, one references one classic video game. Gotcha. Okay, then I'm going to go with Donkey Kong. The oh, Donkey wow, that Kong. was quiet. Sorry. Okay. Uh, you threw the crap out of me. No, I was like, sorry. what are done? The Donkey Kong. The song is called Do the Donkey Kong. I'm, oh. I, I'm not asking for song titles. I'm asking for what games. So that is absolutely correct. Track four, Do the Donkey Kong. All right. How do you uh, do the Donkey Kong? You. Uh, if, 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 it would be on YouTube now, and it'd be a dance sensation. Yeah. It's, it involves <laughs> barrels and bananas. You don't want to know. You have to wear a tie. Oh, look at my... <laughs> Barrels and bananas. Yeah, careful of that. Look at them. Uh, all right, I'm going to say, uh, I think, pretty sure Defender was in there, if I remember right. Uh, yes, there was yeah. a song called The Defender. <laughs> the Defender. Right. Oh, yes, I'm the great Defender. <laughs> no, I wish that was it. That would be awesome. No. Uh, just called The Defender and uh, track six on the album. All right. Well, I've been playing that reboot on the Apple Arcade of uh, Frogger, and yeah. I know that was during that time period, so... Do we have a frogger in there? We do. Track number two is Froggy's Lament. Froggy's <laughs> Lament. Froggy's <laughs> Lament. That's so stupid. Um, how do you like that Frogger Apple Arcade reboot? I think it's all right. I mean, it's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's you know, it's, I like the way it looks. How about that? I really yes. dig You know what? Look. That's exactly where I was, too. I was like, oh, this is this looks great. Eh, gameplay's a little. Yeah, they, 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 pretty okay. su- they pretty successfully create like a... Um, that tilt shift sort of this is an actual desk full of yes. stuff you're trying to get around like that's that's cool I totally dig that but the that, they do a great job with that the actual, the actual plays plays like me pretty straightforward mm-hmm. yeah. not a lot mm-hmm. of new stuff going on there all right uh, Froggy's Lament you said let's do um, oh uh, ooh, uh, hold on my brain just went I'm trying to think blank. what else could be during that time period that would oh uh, asteroids is on there oh that's a good one yeah. asteroids asteroids uh, the song is called hyperspace. Oh. And it's track five on the album. I wouldn't. I would not have remembered that. I'm glad this isn't titles of tracks. I'd be screwed. I, I know. Yeah. No. There'd be no way. Yeah. I get some of them, but right. I like, think an early <laughs> arcade hits. I'd I get... played the crap out of uh, some centipede. Yeah. So there may be, but maybe it's maybe it's the other one. Did you? <laughs> there was another the... one that was like centipede. Yeah, millipede. Is it centipede? You remember millipede? millipede. You remember millipede, right? Yeah. Yeah. No. Millipede. I, which one are you yeah. doing then? So what are you saying? What are you saying? Oh, crap. Well, you, you seem pretty positive when I said centipede, so I'm going back there because I'm not going to backtrack after that. To yeah, it would be a very smart thing to do. The longest track on the album at 5 minutes and ah, 37 I seconds wonder why. is Ode to a Centipede, <laughs> track number three. Is that really the longest song in there? That's weird. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's All almost... the other songs are four, four and a half minutes maybe. Most are like four to three, three and a half minutes. Um... Oh man! Um, oh, Berserk is on there. Berserk. Pac-Man Fever. Berserk. Yep. Uh, going Berserk. Track eight, the closer of this uh, album. Yeah. Uh, intruder alert! Intruder alert! Intruder Intergalactic. Well, it's another huge game about that time that I just I've played it recently as well. Um, and it has a lot of great sounds in it. How about Tetris? Tetris. Tetris on there, a little Russian, maybe a little Russian song, a little Russian ditty. Oh, oh, is it not on there? Oh, no. If only. Oh, that's too bad. You guys got seven of the eight tracks, though. Scott, do you know the eighth one? 
No, I want to say it's an obscure game. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Uh. Oh, I had that thing on repeat. I should just know this. The Spy Hunter? Man, I would love to have like a Spy Hunter. That was a little oh, yeah. bit later. I that think was, that was, was a that would, later. That would use the Peter Gunn theme anyway. So yeah, it's a pole position, maybe pole position. Ooh, that pole was a good position. one. No, that was a good uh, one. Oh. the audience guessed Cubert, Dig Dug, both all good guesses. Oh. Uh, a game called Mousetrap. Oh, Mouse! That's mouse right. Trap. That thing mouse is trap. a lame game. Why they thought that was is that worthy the three blind mice yeah. song? What is what is what does that no, sound like? Mousetrap was like a. I don't remember well, the how the song, song went, but yeah. the game I remember Mousetrap, but I don't remember the music to Mousetrap or what it really. I don't remember the music to Mousetrap either. But again, they're making brand new songs with the. Uh, oh, that's just true. Based on the the stuff that happens in the video game. I don't. I I barely. I mean, it was like a Pac-Man clone, wasn't oh, it? Oh yeah, here it is. I just looked like it up a, on YouTube. It is like it's just yeah. like Pac-Man. <laughs> Mousetrap Fever. Yep, 81, made by Exidy. <laughs> That'd be great if they just reused, reused the song from... Uh... See, here, here, I'll play a little bit of it. Here we go. Yeah, it's what you think it is. It's a bunch of cheese, and then yeah. uh, you're a mouse trying to get all the cheese, and then there are cats. Oh, the cats are running around, yeah. I'm so disappointed there wasn't and a And it's funny Tetris because I'm looking there. at photos of it right now. I totally... Oh, yeah, there was an arcade cabinet. I remember this on, like... Uh, I feel like this was the Odyssey or something. No, uh, I guess it was on Atari 2600, ColecoVision, and Television. Oh, and Television is what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Because one of those couldn't get the rights to have a Pac-Man game, and so they had Mousetrap. And I wonder if that's the ah. order. Like they, like they made the home game, and they said, well, we could make an arcade. We could just port this to an arcade machine. Mm -hmm. um, Atari got Atari got the rights, but they shart and shouldn't have. Ugh, mm -hmm. That was a horrible version. Shart and shouldn't. Shart and shouldn't. Hey, this is how that song went. This is how it started. Is this the Buckner and Garcia song? Yeah. Sounds like animal porn. Yeah. I would have never owned this tape, by the way. Oh, it's bad. Oh my gosh, yeah. it's bad. Mousetrap, mousetrap. Y'all get this? Did, did your dad, right? Did you? Did your dad get like a free tape? Or something is that why you had the copy of this? No, I went out and bought it because it seemed cool yeah. when I was a kid. It seemed neat, but it wasn't. Yeah, I was dumb. I remember. I just remember Pac-Man Fever and Do the Donkey Kong making it being played yeah. constantly on Doctor Demento, and that's that's as far as it would have gone for me. Well, scrolling back up through the chat, somebody said that um, Billie Eilish does a cover of it. Where's the link? She oh, does it. No, she did. Uh, there's a, a meme of her doing the Donkey Kong. Oh, like the. Like basically, they've taken the little video of her in Bad Guy, where they're driving their little cars around. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's pretty great. Does they ever explain why she's got a freaking a bloody noise in that song? What's the or bloody, bloody noise? noise? Sorry, bloody nose, not bloody noise. Because she's the bad guy. She's that's, the bad you know, guy, right? Yeah. Turn off that bloody noise, Philip. All right, you guys been following her brother's little. Romp across the country? No. Isn't he doing like a tour now? No. Billy Eilish's little brother is doing something? No, his older brother. Her older brother? Her, her yeah, older he's, brother. He's the one who does all the music. He's the reason she's talented, oh, but he's also talented. That. She's the jack. I didn't know that. Uh, okay, I thought that, you know, she just had like studio music, musicians. No. Realize no her that... older brother is 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 the man with, with the jams. I had no idea. That's all is he a false Eilish? <laughs> he is a false Eilish. <laughs> I see what you did there. That was very good. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. Well, I'll uh, be here all week. You, Tip uh, the waitress. Zarek, <laughs> uh, you, you win. 
Uh, I don't know if you noticed, but you totally... Oh, you know what? Not only did you win, I got to play this. Here we go. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. There you go. You win. Uh, you don't get chicken dinner, but you do get all those things that Brian had been listed out earlier, which means you just have to email him, coverville at gmail.com, and he will hook you up. Send me your mailing address, Zarek. Yes, indeed. Whichever, which of the 12 planets you reside upon. Yes, you do sound like an interplanetary <laughs> cool name. That needs to be... Uh, totally. I yes. want to make my name Zarek. Would you be mad if I also did it? I just became... <laughs> we should all call ourselves Zarek. Let's all be Zarek. All right, I'm going to do it. Zarek, <laughs> thanks, man. Take it easy. Be good. Thanks, Zarek. Uh, we'll see you later. Doing good, Zarek? Ohio. Yeah, Zarek, Zarek, Zarek. We don't have too enough Brian's. Zarek's. Let's just replace them with Zarek's. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, but then we'll have too many Zarek's. Like uh, you true. can't replace all the brands with some with the same name. Yeah, have you ever actually done purpose. that? You ever done a find and replace on a word, then realize, oh no, I've been too broad. Yeah, I have done. <laughs> now that. I've made a huge mistake. I have done that in Microsoft Word. You know what I decided yesterday? I decided yesterday. I said this on Twitter, and I really believe it. If I had the skills in spreadsheets that I have in Photoshop, in other words, if I knew spreadsheets the way I know Photoshop, I could do really cool stuff with spreadsheets. And it bugs me because I use spreadsheets now and I'm terrible at it. I'm like, where's the sum button? Is Are these added together? I don't know what this you formula use the is. the sum button? I just go ahead and type it in equals sum. Time to, oh, time to type you in to the do? formula. That's all you have to do? Just equals? See, that's yeah. what I don't, I don't know. I don't use them in the way that you all you whiz kids do. All you kids. With <laughs> your, kids. With your you Zeriki whiz kids and your <laughs> Excel formulas. Zeriki yeah, whiz love- kids. I love uh, doing my, my favorite. What's your favorite formula, Brian Dunaway? Oh, my God. Oh, uh, anything that requires addition to it is my favorite formula oh, because I, like con- I, I like do budget concatenate. stuff. Concatenate. Oh, concatenate is awesome. Yeah. What does oh, that even love do? Concatenate. It, concatenate a- helps a lot. You can create a new, uh, create a new column, concatenate something together. Yeah, I do my Coverville show notes with concatenate. So I export out my playlist out of iTunes into a text file, open it up, and, and basically when you open it up in, in Excel, each right. track is like, you know, or you got each uh, cell has track name, artist, blah, blah, blah. I use concatenate to make it all one piece of text. So basically it's like track one is this and it takes the title and then it puts the artist and then it like creates a nice one line of text that has all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's all magic. And then you hide those other columns and you just go yep. back to business. Exactly. Dark magic is what you guys are playing with. Concatenate is my jam. <laughs> Brian Dunaway, stay out of trouble. He's Mr. Brian Dunaway. No, sorry, the Brian Dunaway on Twitter. I almost gave you Scott Fletcher's. Oh, now I got to go look for Mr. Brian Dunaway, too. Crap. Thanks, Scott. He's nowhere you can find him. Bye. All right. Look at that. We've given, we've given Photoshop tips. We've given Excel tips. Yeah. We're here to help, dude. Yes, exactly. Let's we're... see if we can help uh, folks. And we've talked about Norton and virus. Mm-hmm. Look at this. It's like, uh, it's like we're recording from a Babbage's. It's pretty intense <laughs> what we've done here. Circuit City. Live from Circuit City, it's the morning stream. Yep, with Todd and Aaron. All right, check it out, everybody. It's time for this. Now, if you'll excuse me, I must go take my vitamins. Your news has upset me greatly. Oh, it's the news, and it's brought to you by... Brought to you by Coverville today at 1 p.m. Mountain Time at twitch.tv slash Coverville. Hey, John Anderson is having a birthday uh, this month. Uh, like a like an important one, like 65 or 60. I can't remember which because my notes aren't in front of me. But John Anderson, the lead vocalist for the band, yes. He also did some really cool stuff with Vangelis, John and Vangelis. So part of your show is going to be Yes Covers. The other half is going to be an interview I had with the lead singer of Yacht Rock Review. We talk about Michael McDonald. Speaking of which, we talk about Kenny Loggins. We talk about those great influences like Boz Skaggs and Seals and Crofts and all that stuff on Yacht Rock, and we play a couple of songs, including their brand new single, Step, 
all this today at 1 p.m. Mountain Time at twitch.tv slash Coverville. Yeah. Okay. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. I'm into yeah. it. <laughs> uh, let's A get Yacht Rock. <laughs> yeah. Nothing wrong with that. I like Yacht Rock. All right. Check this out. Oh, did you hear? I don't know if you heard this. Sorry. This is kind of news itself. In fact, sure. you know what? I'm going to kill this first story in favor of it. So, Ooh, the so we're going to have new news. We're, we're new this news. just in. This just in, everybody. Uh, well, I don't know if it's just in, but uh, the... Uh, Michael Mann, you know Michael Mann, the filmmaker Michael and uh, yes. <clears throat> TV uh-huh. auteur. Um, Michael Mann, what's his power? Uh, making rad TV show in the 80s and then somehow parlaying that into a successful movie career, Excelsior. That's what sure. he does. Uh, yep. He is great. I love Miami Vice. Uh, Heat, and we watched for uh, oh, for Heat. Film Sack. He is so good. He is a great movie. Uh, I like all his movies. Collateral's great. They're all good. Um even I even kind of like the Miami Vice movie a little bit. It's not great. Yeah. It's not as cool you know, as the it's, show it's was. It's better than it's better than it had any right to be, and it's probably because of more because of Michael Mann than because of uh, uh, Colin or not. What's his name? Not Colin, uh, Colin, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Yes. Who's the other guy? Jackson uh, Brown. The guy was uh, no. The other guy was uh, Leroy Stiff. Jeez. The other guy was freaking uh, powdered toast junior, Ray Charles, uh, Ray, ja- Jamie Foxx, Jamie Foxx. That's it. Yes, that was close. <laughs> Leroy, Leroy Bastion. What did you say? What I name did you call? I don't him? even remember. It's all gone now. <laughs> Marbles out of the straw. Can't remember the thing. Yeah. Anyway, uh, he's making a uh, for, uh, let's see. It's for the HBO Max service. He's making oh, an okay. original series called Tokyo Vice, and I could not be more excited about it. Michael Mann returning to his his TV roots about huh. a Vice Squad, but it's it's in Tokyo. Tokyo Vice, interesting. I don't know if it'll be like straight up like subtitled, or if it'll be in uh, in English, or what the deal is. I have no I idea. I imagine they'll be. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, oh look, Ansel Elgort. Ah, Ansel El- Elgort. Ansel Elgort, <laughs> you're you know you're who is that? You're much better Han Solo. Oh. <laughs> Oh, the one that should have been Han Solo. The one that should have been Han Solo. I've heard I've heard um, a lot of people argue that if he had done it, it would have been too much of an impression, and everybody would have felt weird about it. Do you think that's uh, true? Well, maybe. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, he was great. I don't know if you ever saw Baby Driver or if the stink of Kevin Spacey is still keeping you away from that one, but it's worth seeing. I uh, still mean to see it, and, and the only reason I haven't is it hasn't been convenient to, but also yeah. the Kevin Spacey thing is annoying to me, because it wasn't that kind of the last big thing before that all broke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally was. Damn it. Um, however, you know Ansel Elgort is the is the is the main dude in that. So like, it's not like you're watching House of Cards, which is mostly Spacey. Spacey's in it. He's your, you know, he's the the. Um, he's the bad guy, isn't he? The guy something? that hires him. Well, he's the guy that hires Baby Driver to do some stuff. Okay. But uh, the still, rest, I mean, it. everything everything non Kevin Spacey, and even you know, I, I don't want to say that Kevin Spacey's really good in it, but he is. But the rest of the movie is fantastic. Yeah, nobody, especially the, nobody questions his acting. He's, he's amazing. Yeah, but the synchronization, the way they use music to synchronize the story in Baby Driver is is brilliant. Mm-hmm. Absolutely brilliant. Makes it all the sadder that he's such a great actor and is such a douche. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep, like same here. Some lost Anyway, so, so with Ansel Elgort in this uh, Tokyo Vice thing, I'm guessing it's going to be He's a cop from New York. Mm. He's partnered with a cop from Tokyo, and they're going to clean up the streets of Tokyo, of, uh, Shibuya. <laughs> I'm in. 
I'm totally in on this. I'm totally in too. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah it I sounds love, great. I, love, uh... I think I was already kind of into the HBO Max idea just because yeah. it parlays what I'm already. I mean, I'm already doing HBO. Sure. So it's just a matter of getting all that WB stuff. Well, getting and... all the DC. I'm I'm excited about getting all the DC stuff because mm-hmm. because yeah. I've been I've been on the fence about just signing up for DC Universe uh, right. and getting all the shows there because I hear great things about about all of those and uh, um, but now it's like all right it's coming to HBO Max I can wait till 2020 what are they saying like March 2020 yeah, for early, HBO Max early in the year I think yeah yeah I think it sounds good I was talking to Nick last night about the whole how many services there are and he's like. Doesn't it make you just hate it? And I'm like, I go, no. And he goes, well, it's like cable again. And I said, well, that's different. Here's the one difference. Cable was 200 channels, most of which you didn't want. You were required to pay it, and you had a two-year contract. Right. And you just had to do it. Like, there was no other option. Right. This, and and most of that was commercial-filled. This stuff is kind of a la carte. Now, you might say, well, I only want this thing on Netflix. Okay, cool. Just sub to that. And if something shows up on Hulu you want to try, we'll go do that right. for a bit. But if you didn't like it after a month, get out. Like, we have more exactly. control than we've ever had. To me, that is not only the main difference, it is the most important difference compared mm-hmm. to what the whole cable life was like. So, Man, so the, whoever comes up with, and here's here's a million-dollar idea for an app creation for someone listening to us right now. All right. Create an app that that will automatically that'll either prompt you like on your phone five days before the end of the month so you can get out of any of those services that you're currently subscribed to and with one touch it will go like you can say uh yeah i think i'm done with hulu this month and it'll automatically bump you out of hulu like you'll just hit a button and say i only care about netflix and uh hbo right now and so it'll like bump you out of all those other ones so i 100 percent agree with you here's the problem i can see you have to put in all your code all of your login information into this one app well that's part of it and but if you trust them that's still okay sure um the big hang-up would be the services themselves could easily stop that because they would require other verification uh they would know that this request is, is coming from kind of a robot not a person yeah um all right I don't know. So I, you're make right. it feel human. You're right. So hire me to go and turn on. I will remind. I will call each and every one of you at five days before the end of the month and say, uh, "You still on Hulu? All right, good. You still want uh, Netflix? Okay, good. All right, you still on DC Universe? Okay, good. Just go manual. And then I'll go. Yeah. I'll manually turn them off for you with the ones you don't want. Yeah, just go manual. You got it. I think that'll work. Hey, look at this news. This is kind of sad. Uh, the star of E.T., the extraterrestrial, got arrested for an alleged DUI. Not the alien, uh, not uh, uh, the little girl or the brother, the dick brother, but Henry right. Thomas, the little kid. Wow. Yeah. Would have, would have totally, I mean, Drew Barrymore had her problems, so. Right. Uh, She's done Maybe she her. was the one who got him into drinking. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he was great in Haunting of Hill House last year, so. He was. I don't yeah. know why uh, why he's doing this. But anyway, he got drunk and so drove. Did he, did he get one phone call? Ah. And did he. <laughs> did he use it to phone home? Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Yes. Did he? Uh, did he use a speaking spell tied to an umbrella? And uh... <laughs> yeah. did the jailer say, "All right, stay in your stay in your cell until I tell you to come to the bars"? And did he say, "I'll be right here"? <laughs> anyway, best good. known for his role as Elliot in the 1982 film E.T. the Extraterrestrial, was arrested on Monday, according to police. This was in Oregon. Jennifer Massey, public information officer of the Taluton Police Office, uh, or department rather, told CNN that a a concerned passerby called police about a suspicious-looking vehicle that was stopped in a lane of travel. Subsequent investigations by the officer resulted in them finding uh, Thomas, age 48 now, 
being arrested and charged with driving under the influence of intoxicants. Uh, well, he did the right thing. He just stopped. I know <laughs> yeah. it's in the middle of traffic. <laughs> in the middle of traffic. <laughs> he probably just said, oh, crap, I'm drunk. You know what? I'm just going to stop right here. I'm stopping while intoxicated. An SUI he's got. I love, how they, I love how they say this. Direct, uh, they said, directed by Steven Spielberg, E.T. made Thomas a child star when the film debuted in 82. The actor has gone on to other roles as an adult, including Netflix's The Haunt, Haunting of Hill House. That's all true, but he's actually had kind of a wide berth. The, 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 he has. What was the one with the Brad Pitt and he was called exactly. Tristan? What was that? Exactly, because you can't remember the name of it. But uh, you can remember E.T. and Haunting of Hill House. <laughs> yeah, but, but everyone loved that movie. It was Brad Pitt and Anthony Hopkins and... And um, meet Joe Black. No, the other one out in the woods. They they have to fight a bear. Oh, the gray, not the gray. It's when Tristan came from. The name of your kids popular. Yeah, the uh, right. The legends of the not legends. Legends of the fall. That's it. What's the legends of the fall? Legends of the fall. Yes, he was in that. That's not where the name Tristan came from, by the way. Oh no, no, I know that. I just am saying this. Yes. Very popular. Damn it, I'm just gonna hang up right now if you say that ever again. <laughs> it was a very at the time. I remember a, 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 a whole bunch of people started naming their kid that. Yes. And I remember exactly. being annoyed. And then uh, you told. And then when I met you, you told me says. I think the first thing you told me was, "This is Tristan, and no, he's not named after Brad Pitt and that whatever." Might have been. Yeah, might have been. <laughs> I think that sounds right. When we met in Salt Lake City after watching. Uh, Dark Knight, I think. Yeah, Dark Knight, yeah. which is hilarious. I have to watch Dark Knight tonight because tomorrow's yeah. film set or tomorrow's um, current Geek Film Festival movie is uh, The Dark Knight. So, oh, great! Funny you brought that up. Well, and then you should go see Joker afterwards, so that you you can combine, compare, and contrast mm-hmm. the two actors. Yep. Then I'll watch a Tim Burton movie, and then there be reminded go. how those don't hold up as well as people. Leave them with a smile. <laughs> Uh, CNN reached now out. play some Prince music. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which one was that? The second one? That was that was the first one. It was Prince and his bat dance. Who? When did uh, when did uh, what's his name come in with his uh, kiss on a rose in the plane or whatever? Seal was Seal was uh, Batman and Robin or oh maybe it was one of the it was one of the Joel Schumacher ones. Oh, one of the nipple ones. Okay. Batman Forever, yes. Yeah. I'll compare you to a kiss from a rose. Oh man, I'm slipping to Michael McDonald for that one. <laughs> I can't, I can't seal without Michael McDonalding. Uh, <laughs> I'm, kiss from a rose. I'm just gonna lean full into Michael McDonald. For some reason, it's in a plane to me in the lyrics. I know that's not it. It's, it's not piss on a rose on a plane, but. What is it? A kiss from a a kiss from a rose on the plane. No. What is that? Yeah, I don't know what the what is the next lyric. What is the? I compare you to a kiss from a rose mm-hmm. on the plane. What is the? What are those three words on the grave? Kiss from a rose on, on the grave. Grave. Oh, I always thought it was a plane. Never paid hmm. attention to it. Shows what I know. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're gonna take a break when we come back. <laughs> Tom Merritt will be here. We're gonna talk. I, like, I do like all the versions that other people are coming up with. Kiss from a toad on a plane yep. in the rain. It's now Dr. Seuss, basically. Yeah. Is what this is well done, guys. That's what we bring this chat room here for. Uh, so Tom will be here. Nicole will be here. Come on back for all of that. In the meantime, Brian brought a song. He will play it for us now. Yes, I will. And uh, boy, uh, Else, the band Else. Now mm. you know a member. Of the band else because uh he's a uh contestant 
in America's Next Top Podcaster, Shane Maddox, who oh. uh, we've met at a couple of Nerdtacular or a couple uh, TMS Vegases. Yeah. Uh, he is uh, a member of this band else. I'm trying to see if he says what he plays, but he doesn't. Mm. Um, anyway, they've got a brand new album uh, they're releasing. It's called Through What We Knew. It comes out December 13th. And uh, let's see here. Uh, we're releasing our second studio album, Through What We Knew, on December 13th at Barley Pop Live in Madison. Um, it references the uh, writing process with some song origins dating back over a decade, some only a few years, all instilled with things that they've learned and experienced along the way. Um, this is great. And Shane is awesome. The band Else is awesome. Look for him and, and make sure you buy this album on December 13th when it comes out. Shane Maddox, the band Else. Here's the song, Everclear. Oh 
you guys. Let's talk about Skillshare. I am a fan. Are you? Well, you will be. You will be. So here's the deal. It's an online learning community with thousands of amazing classes. And these things cover dozens of creative and entrepreneurial skills. Are you trying to get better at Photoshop? Are you trying to have uh, real skills when it comes to video and editing? Trying to just take everything to the next level? I know we got a lot of creatives like that in our listening audience. You can take classes in everything from photography to creative writing to design, productivity. I could use more of that. More productivity. Uh, so whether you're returning to a long-time passion project or maybe you're just challenging yourself to get outside your comfort zone or maybe you're just exploring something new, Skillshare has classes for people like you and me. Um, I love it. I took a uh, Premiere class because I like Premiere a lot. Premiere is super rad. Do you like Premiere? I like Premiere and I want to get better at Premiere. So you can get that specific, like right down to like, in this case, an application. But if you want to go a little bit more general, you can do that too. You know, like this idea of improving your productivity. Who need, who doesn't need that? Uh, if you know someone who doesn't need that, I don't know who you are. Or maybe they don't because they're using Skillshare. Mm. Anyway, I want to take more in the Adobe line. I want to take more in uh, like audio editing, that sort of stuff. You might want to take some of that stuff as well. Lifelong learning is very, very important to me. I'll bet it's important to you. You should never stop. And I love Skillshare for that. So here's what I want you to do. Join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer. Get two months of Skillshare for free. Skillshare is offering the Morning Stream listeners two months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash TMS. Again, that's Skillshare.com slash TMS to start your two months now. That's Skillshare.com slash TMS. Daphne's desserts are so original. Look at her pie. Upside down. How clever. Wow. <laughs> this is the morning stream. Excuse me while I whip this out. You know, when you, when you hear Stevie Nicks without any backing music, yeah. she sounds totally different. I agree. It's just not what you expect. Yeah, it's this dog. It's just, I, I, I heard it on a YouTube video, and I was like, I got to capture that. That's freaking weird. I know. It sounds like he's saying something, too. Really? By the way, uh, Shane Maddox, or Shave Maddox, as he is in the chat room, is vocalist for Elf. So uh, that's him you're hearing. Oh, that's cool. Singing, doing the singing right there in Everclear. That's super cool. What's with all these talented people you got going on? There? I know. I love the fact that we have talented people who listen to this show that's and nutty. give us stuff. It's nutty. Nutty. Give us their stuff to listen to and hear and enjoy and see and read. Well, one of those guys is Tom Merritt. Uh, gives he his, is talented and he writes really good stuff that we like to read. Yeah, and he gives of his time pretty freely to come on here and hang out with us. So we're going to play oh, this for you, him. No wonder you haven't been paying my invoices. Ah, <laughs> now it's all come out. Hey, check this out. I have a theme for you. With the computer, as with any tool, the concept and direction must come from the man. That man is the one, the only, the usual Tom Merritt. And when I say usual, I don't mean that. Boy, that makes it sound so... So ordinary. Usual. The usual. The yeah. usual Tom Merritt. The usual Tom <laughs> Merritt. Oh, you have your usual, Scott? Tom yeah. Merritt? Yes, yeah, thanks. That's the one. 
Tom comes on Wednesdays, talks about tech. We uh, we love his show, The Daily Tech News Show, and so this is a little bit of like a morning prep for that in a way. It's just kind of fun. I'm on Wednesdays as well, so that's also fun for me. And uh, honestly, it feels like, I don't know about you, but it always feels like uh, the end of October goes a little quiet for tech. Is it because there's like uh, shows coming up, like different um, uh, c- uh, conferences and things, or is it just me? It just feels like there's a slow in things. I mean, you're hearing about, oh, Zuckerberg's testifying in front of Congress right now about uh, the freaking Bitcoin thing here they're trying to make and blah, 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 blah. But it still feels like the actual tech is is uh, slows at this time of the year. Am I wrong about that? I don't know. Mm. Uh, I, I am unable to answer these questions uh, in an unbiased fashion because I never think that the tech news has actually slowed uh. <laughs> i look i i get up every day i look at the tech news i'm like oh my gosh there's so many interesting things here and on a day that other people like yourself are calling slow i'm like oh good we get a chance to talk about some stuff that we wouldn't normally be able to fit in because of all these stupid announcements from the big companies mm. so i just have a really weird mm. perspective uh you're not the only one that does this almost all the other people i work with on dts will be like uh oh, it's kind of a slow news day today and i'll just keep my mouth shut and be like mm, yeah yeah i'm one of the guys you know? um but I do sort of intellectually understand what you mean mm. by that, which is there aren't a lot of big announcements. Like you said, Zuckerberg testifying, uh, Google publishing the paper on quantum supremacy. You know, those those are your headlines days. But it it is not top to bottom full of like Apple announced, Amazon announced, Google announced, all of that sort of stuff. And I think that happens because all the companies want to get their announcements out in time for the holidays. Mm. Uh, they want to launch their products, get them into the supply chain uh, in time for people to do holiday shopping. And so there's there's a little bit of a beat to tech news over the year where during the summer, especially July and, and into early August, you've got the in advance of vacation, we, st- we started to shut down the press machine. Uh, and so you see fewer of those press releases then. And then you it ramps way up in September and October with all the announcements for uh, holiday products. And then, yeah, there's a little bit of a dip again. Uh, kind of sort of comes back up in November with what people are buying, think people trying products and finding things out about them, and then dips back down in December. And then, of course, CES happens at the beginning of January, and boom, we're off to the races again. Yeah. You know, but also, I, I, I didn't mean to give this any kind of short shrift, but I guess the the new Pixel 4 phone's out. That's a big deal. That just happened, right? Yeah, I'm getting uh, supposed to get mine today, uh, so I'm, I'll be looking forward to trying it. And, and like with all major product launches... Uh, Every little thing that is possibly wrong with it is is getting you know uh, <laughs> blasted across the headline. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> totally is. Yeah. Uh, and and a, 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 you, sh- I public service message to those in the audience: don't like ramp down the intensity of every headline you read about any new product launch by about two thirds, uh, because no product launches without flaws, uh, and. Any little flaw that is found makes for great clicks, uh, and so it's just natural for for press outlets to to want to blast them out there as big, even if they're only affecting a small number of users. Uh, for instance, the this thing where um, the Pixel Four only does the 90 hertz refresh rate 
when you're at the full brightness level or, or at a at a very bright oh. level. And then otherwise it, it, it ramps down to sixty hertz. That just drives me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Millions of people who didn't care at all about ninety hertz are now suddenly outraged yeah. <laughs> uh, that this is happening. Yeah. It's a little weird though that wait, I'm sorry, I'm getting I'm getting hung up in the tech weeds on this. Why would that be different at at high high uh, brightness because that's when you can actually notice it (laughs) because it's bright enough to to really see it and sure you you can notice it at the lower brightness level 90 hertz also uh really does you know suck the battery down more uh so you you know limiting when it would be used although brightness also sucks the battery down too so uh yeah um interesting yeah i hadn't heard that but that i could see how that was that's one of those things where people are going to be all noticing now Mm -hmm. right they're going to be yeah. Well, going. and somebody found this out and and either put it on Reddit or Twitter. I can't remember now. Uh, like, oh my gosh, when you bring the brightness below uh, the disturbed angel saying seventy five percent, that sounds about right. Uh, it, not it goes down to sixty hertz, and then you know uh, that that got a bunch of people to say, I'm not getting every ninety hertz wherever I want it. I'm angry. Mm. I'm not saying that's ideal. Yeah, I as a user would like to have ninety hertz however I want it. But it also isn't like the product's broken or anything. Right. It reminds me, though, kind of like back when the iPhone 6s were reportedly easy to bend. And then I remember the next day, everybody's like looking at their phone going, did mine bend? Did I bend it a little? I can't tell. I think it might be bent. And- <laughs> right. Right. It's a psychological phenomenon where if you if someone suggests something might be wrong, everyone sees it. Yeah. Totally. It's like the, the Bader Meinhof effect, except for flaws. Uh, speaking of which, of did, learning new words. so did they do this as a big, I know they already, they'd previously announced it at the last Google event, but this wasn't like a, did they make a big launch event out of it or do anything huge? Because I felt like it kind of went under the radar a little bit. That, what, the Pixel phone. 4? Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah. I mean, I'm not really in my yeah, purview. There was but. a huge, huge press conference. It was an hour long. They announced like six new products. Seven no, new I remember products. that. That's what I'm saying. I remember when they did all yeah. that, but, but the actual launch felt quiet. And I don't know why that would be any different. Maybe that's how Maybe it it's is. because you only care about Apple products. Eh. I mean, I care about, I care about it from a, I don't know. I like to I watch. I care that they exist. Yeah, I like, I like to watch all <laughs> I, tech do things. Like, I, I'll, I'll, I'll try not to be, uh, I'll try not to, to wheedle you, uh, <laughs> Scott. But I really do think that it's probably because you don't use those products and you're not as excited about them. If you were using so. a Pixel Three right now, you'd probably be like, oh my gosh, this is great because I'm seeing it all over the yeah. place. There's write-ups about it everywhere. Yeah, you're probably, you're probably right. Um, I don't know. I just feel like there would have been a bigger deal at launch, but because uh, the otherwise quiet time wouldn't feel so quiet if I had noticed that phone coming out. Well, I today is where yesterday. This week is when like the Pixel Four reviews have, have been avalanching, and people have actually been getting them shipped to them. And, and so, you, so you, there's a lot about it out there. Sure. Well, any uh, anything else knocking at your door that you uh, think is? Yeah, I mean, I do want to talk about the uh, today on DTNS. We'll talk a little bit more about uh, Google's quantum supremacy. I'm not sure how much we we did an, uh, a really good episode when the paper leaked. So Google has a paper claiming they have achieved quantum supremacy. It leaked on the NASA website. Uh, we did an episode about what that meant back then. Uh, and today, Google actually got the paper published in Nature. So Google wasn't talking about it because it was in the journal pipeline. This is peer-reviewed research. <clears throat> you know, it's a legitimate paper. Yeah. What's interesting about it is the. I, I'll try not to get too wonky here, but the idea of quantum supremacy is that a quantum computer could do any particular kind of calculation that a classical computer couldn't. Mm. And when we say couldn't, we don't mean not possible, but not practical. So what Google's paper says is 
that Google's Sycamore quantum computer was able to calculate this evaluation of and generation of random numbers uh, in 200 seconds when it would take a supercomputer, like the most powerful classical computer we have right now, 10,000 years. Mm. So not that the classical computer couldn't do it, but it's an impractically long amount of time, right? And so that's quantum supremacy. A quantum computer can do a thing, any example of a thing better than a classical computer. And that's just a milestone along the road of developing quantum computers. It's like, oh, we finally got to the point where a quantum computer can actually do this uh, and a classical computer really couldn't. However, IBM yesterday, probably with some inside info that the Nature article was publishing today, uh, said they had figured out a method where a classical computer could do that same calculation in two and a half days. Oh, geez. IBM hasn't done that. Yeah. But if their method proved true, then that really wouldn't be quantum supremacy. 200 seconds is certainly a lot faster than two and a half days, but two and a half days is practical, right? Sure, it seems like doable, right? Like it's, you're not talking about months. Yeah, yeah. Or a year and or something. what you want with quantum supremacy is something where like, we just never would use a classical computer to do this because it would take too long or use too many resources or whatever. Sure. Um, and, and so Google's claiming quantum supremacy uh, when the paper was leaked a month ago, everybody was like, yeah, this this, you know, this isn't a terrible, terribly useful thing, creating these random numbers uh, in 200 seconds. We can create random enough numbers faster on a classical computer. But doing it this way proves that quantum computers have reached that point where they can do something, even if it's not something widely useful. Uh, and if I but if IBM's right, then. It's going to be like, well, who really was the first to fly? Was it the Wright brothers or did those French people do it first? You know, was that actually flying? Like we're in that part of the debate now of like, is it really quantum supremacy? And uh, so we'll see how that shakes out. I kind of wish they used a different word, not not because it's, you know, that I can't separate the use of supremacy in certain contexts, but because it just is going to piss off robots later. You know what I mean? <laughs> we're just we're just like uh, giving them more ammunition for when they take over. Yeah, when they're going to be mad at us for whatever various reasons. One of them will be that they, you know, we introduce the kind of nomenclature that divides robot kind by putting <laughs> supremacy around some of the Listen, stuff they do. Well, do you think the there'll be that robots that are non-quantum that'll be upset at the term quantum supremacy? I do. I think they're. Gonna I think be you're riots. reading too much Facebook. <laughs> I, I'm more enjoying the fact that every time Tom waxes desk or he claps his hands, uh, his dog barks. Yeah, every time. I think it's, it's a... a... Well, she's Ooh. very into quantum <laughs> <laughs> And she entirely agrees with Scott that it's not an appropriate... Yeah, it doesn't seem right. Uh, anyway, we'll see how that goes. I'm very excited to talk on the show today. As always, it's at 2.30 Mountain Time. If you don't watch it live, you should. But even if you don't, you can also uh, catch it later uh, via the podcast. And, of course, uh, the Patreon and all that stuff. So support great tech coverage, everybody. It's important. Uh, Tom, anything else going on you'd like to mention? Yeah, we're uh, just a week away from from the end of October, uh, which is the beginning of the first round of our new Patreon rewards. Uh, we we haven't changed all of them. A lot of them are the same, but uh, there's, there's a bunch of new ones in there, and I'm excited to deliver them. Uh, if you would be like to be in on receiving them uh go check them out uh we got we've got new rewards and new levels at patreon.com slash dtns that sounds really good ladies and gentlemen tom Merritt, ace detect on twitter take it easy see you this afternoon bye now see ya all right then go. yeah it's very good right it was very good very, very good very good i still don't know what i'm recommending you know what i'm just not gonna do one 
I mean, I'll, yeah, wow. or I'll just tell you without a clip. That's what I'll do. That's fine. Because okay. the clip right. is just a thing. I think. That, in fact, I think I already maybe mentioned. It you did. You you kind of talked about it on Monday's show. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I did. Didn't we? Where, who were we talking to? Some phone call prompted it or something. We were talking to Brian Dunaway, I think. Oh, maybe it was Dunaway. Because we didn't get Schleicher and we didn't get uh, Trek Nerd. That's oh right. no, it might have been part of the call now. Yeah, because yeah, we did call now for most yeah. of that day. Eh, maybe. Not. Who knows? At the end of the day, does it even matter? I'll tell you what. Probably <laughs> not. But this does. So let me play it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the program. The one, the only, the Nicole Spagnoli. Hello. Hi. Whoa. <laughs> There's your mic. <laughs> wow. Leads off with it with an uh, S hey, bomb. Yep. It's kind of fitting. Right? Yeah, it is. There's so many S bombs on the show. Out the sweet Nicole. Uh, uh, <laughs> I got so many. I got some emails. I, oh, yeah. Oh, people were all ticked about Nicole. that. They, they all were like mad like they were, she was going after me or something, but I, I didn't feel that way at all. I, in fact, you know what's funny no. is uh, I kind of agreed with you, and I don't know if anyone's noticed, but way less S bombs from Scott since oh, then. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so it's so that, notice until you just said that. Good point. So there's a beautiful irony in the fact that I, you I, dropped I kinda, one as you yeah. came on the show today. <laughs> uh, my microphone wasn't working, so I'm like scrambling. And yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. Uh, Another show that Mateo hey, can't I am I am not yeah. a pure like you said, you know, I, I got I got the potty mouth, too. Mm-hmm. And I'm just very cautious of obviously when I don't think I'm on mic. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes my out. Mic was off, but, we have yeah. uh that new um that new modern warfare is coming out and it's all i can think of is just how much you'd swear in that multiplayer i think about it all the time <laughs> i don't even know if i'm getting that game grenades grenades give me the grenades she used to call grenades grenades it was a great time yep. you guys it was the best of times i missed it, it i missed, was really I fun. missed doing that it was really I'm fun i'm still playing borderlands 3 though do you remember that time we played with um Oh shoot! Now his name has left me. Is um, it John? No, no. We were playing with Liam, me, me, oh, you, Liam, and Troy, and Troy Baker. And, Troy. and it was before yeah. Troy Baker had exploded. It was right before, yeah. actually. So he was just like you know schlubbing it with the rest of the VO people. He hadn't like had his big moment yet, and he did this um, uh, the, uh, an impression the whole time of what's his name from uh, uh, Thirty Rock, uh, freaking. Uh, I can't think of his Chuck name. Donaghy, Alec Baldwin. No, one that got hit by a car recently. Oh, oh yeah, Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan. He does this <laughs> amazing Tracy Morgan impression. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that. Well, and then you got Liam doing. Uh, uh, who was he doing? <laughs> it's been so long. I don't remember. <laughs> I know. I felt like going walking or was somebody. It? it was some really amazing. Yeah. And so these two are having this like improv back and forth, professional voice actor jokeathon while we're trying to play Modern Warfare Two. It was so fun. So much fun. And then that guy took off and no one ever saw him again. Well, that's not true. He's still a nice guy, but he's very busy now. He went anyway. and voiced uh, Bioshock Infinite, too. He did. I think that was maybe oh, one of the big next game. things he did. But by the time yeah. by the time it rolled around that he was the main voice for Last of Us, that was it. He was in the new he was in the new tier of mm-hmm. uh, popular voice dudes. The Nolan North tier. Yes. Only only <laughs> Nolan. And they do a cool uh, YouTube show together about uh, uh, old games, like uh, retro gaming. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's very good. People should watch that, speaking of Nolan North. Anyway. Uh, anyway. Old, uh, anyway. So, hey, it's recommendals. Anyway. Let's uh, do these here. I like recommendals. They're fun. And we usually start with Brian. Brian, I don't see any reason why we should change that tradition. So, 
All you, right, you, you sure? Okay. Yeah. Well, I teased this uh, at the beginning of the week, talking about something that Tina and I just finished binge-watching, and uh, uh, that should give a hint that it's a multi-episode series, something relatively new on Netflix. Ooh, all right. I just got to make sure I'm throwing away the right one because there's an old one in here. Not throwing it away, but using the right one. Okay, there it is. All right, here we go. This is Brian's Recommendal. Enjoy. Your dad was traveling so much that year that he made me this video. How's Dion doing? I miss my little man. I'm telling you, Nicole, that kid is something special. I know. <laughs> You're such a special kid. You're charming, smart, very handsome. Mom. Pat said you were asking about your dad. My mom won't tell me what happened. Just says it was a storm. Okay, I have a guess. Please guess. Eli on Netflix. <laughs> it is not. Okay. Uh, but it is another I, one. I think the chat got it. Raising, yeah. D- Raising Dion. Oh. It is Raising Dion. They say Dion a few times in that clip. Yeah, it's a uh, brand new series on Netflix. Uh, well, relatively new. I guess you can't call it brand new when it's over three weeks or two weeks old these days uh, as quickly as they put stuff out. But it is a um, a superhero show. I don't know if it's based on a comic. I don't think it is, but I could be wrong on that. It's nothing that I'd heard of before, but it's basically tells the story of a single mom raising her son, Dion. Uh, her name is Nicole. So hearing her say, <laughs> Nicole, you got a very special kid. It's great. Yeah. Um, she's raising her son, Dion, who uh, develops uh, superpowers. And this is the story of how he deals with it, how she deals with it. Um, it is, it's not going to, you're not going to see this come any time, but um it's well done it's it's very i'd say it's um it's younger kid friendly not oh. super young kid friendly but i think mateo probably would you let mateo see like the uh like the percy jackson films or maybe any mm. any marvel movie that does not contain end game or infinity war <laughs> it's so funny because he is he's in this mode now where he's trying to convince me that he can handle scary Mm-hmm. And I know he can't handle scary. Yeah, <laughs> like sure. we started to watch Dark Crystal, and he's like, Wah! "I'm like, all right, off." Oh, really? Okay. And huh. so I don't know because uh, he's he's trying to talk me into letting him play Hello Neighbor. Oh, that's a uh, you sneak around a lot and yes, do this jump scare a lot stuff. Of su- yeah, yeah, it's a lot of jump scare. Yeah. Uh, he was trying to also convince me to let him play um, what is it, Bendy. And the ink machine, and I started to play that. I'm like, oh no! Oh, that game <laughs> is I, scary. That game <laughs> is weird looking to me. So he wants to do so some. Weird. He wants to do scary games, but yeah. But how is he with scary movies and TV shows? Like, he, I, I don't. I mean, Dark think, Crystal. You said he kind of. Yeah, he kind of. You know, I'm, I'm basing it on does he have a nightmare? Right. <laughs> After, well, this, so the, you know, as bad as this gets, it never gets really bad, and it does ramp up. So. You know, he could watch it up until the point that he's like, yeah, maybe this is too much for me. But I don't know. I think he might get a kick out of this if he likes superhero stuff. Because it is, this does feel like it is more targeted towards a younger younger audience. Um, Alicia Wainwright plays the mom. She, uh, you might know her from uh, Shadow Hunter, Shadow, some show that she was on. Shadow Runners, Shadow Hunters. Does that either of those sound familiar? Uh, That doesn't sound familiar to me. I don't know what that is. No, it doesn't sound familiar. Anyway. Shadow Hunters, freeform television series Shadow Hunters. Oh. Um, 
but it's you know more uh, not more more famously it's got Michael B Jordan who's also a producer executive producer on this it's got uh, Jason Ritter who you all know as being this kind of lovable doofus um, Jack uh, Jack uh, Jack Tripper's son right um, yes exactly uh, the non musical Jack Tripper's son John Ritter yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't so, think of his real name. It's like Jack Tripper uh, coming up. Yeah. Brian Bo that's a hard name to say. Brian Bobite. Nope. Give it to again. Do it again. Do it again. I want to hear it again. Brian Bobite. Yeah. Right. Let's go for it. <laughs> I like it. Just ask me if, if Mateo's ever watched Monster House or Coraline. Uh I attempted to show him both. I love <laughs> and, those movies. And he didn't. He didn't, he didn't do didn't. it. Yep. My kid, same age, it. same problem. So he's just nor he's just the average yeah, kid that stuff kid. yeah, yeah that stuff he, just he probably out. deals a lot with the the anticipation of the scary is almost yeah. as scary as the scary stuff so if you right. if you don't tell him this is has anything which like i said doesn't really have anything super scary right. in it but if you don't tell him i wonder how how well he'd do with it <laughs> can yeah. i tell you a funny story what happened this sure. weekend with with mateo yeah sure so we had a really rough weekend it was just i don't know what was in the water but both my kids lost their minds this weekend mm-hmm. And I just needed some peace. I needed to smile. So I went down and we have a home theater in the basement. So I went on, went in there, closed the door, and I put on Rocky Horror. Oh, cool. Okay. Picture show. Because yeah. I just love it. It just makes me happy. <laughs> Did you throw so toast watching- at the screens, <laughs> a toast and hot dogs at the screen by yourself? Or? Yeah. You bring a squirt gun and spray into the air when it's raining yeah. and all that. <laughs> so uh, Ava came in with, with the intro with the lips. Oh, and yeah. she's and she's like fascinated with the big lips and the teeth yeah. and she, and the, and so they when you were watching that the lips go away and it shows like the credits sure. and she's like where did the lips go <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like they'll be back they'll be back yeah don't and worry. so she watched that with and then she got bored and she left yeah. so I'm watching all the way we're up to the time warp uh-huh. time warp ends Frankenfurter's coming down yeah. And he goes into his sweet transvestite uh, right, song. Right. And Mateo did what he did to me uh, during Twin Peaks. <laughs> Mommy. He, he showed up on the side of me. And he's like, what? <laughs> I, like, I was like, oh, oh it's Why Rocky Horror. Get out of here. Why is that man wearing nothing but weird underwear? <laughs> <laughs> I love so hard. I was like, get out of here. Oh, that's too bad. Oh my god. Yeah. That can happen. Well, yeah. So was- if I if I'm ever if I'm we're really working hard on on Tina trying to get her to uh to do a a midnight Rocky Horror watch it in the theater kind of thing cuz I feel like that's the way you yeah. need to see Rocky Horror. If I'm able to get her to do that, you come with us? I would. I would. I'm okay. I'm really like just talking about it. I get a little n- nervous. We won't tell anybody that you're Rocky Virgins. We won't say a thing. We're going to act like, ah, old, old hat. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and now I remember why people threw hot dogs at our screen. Because everyone always asks, why are you doing that? That's not in the thing. It's because of Frankenfurter, because of his name. So when he Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, because when I was in high school, we were all throwing like raw hot dogs out of the bag at the screen when that happened, when he came down. What a mess, because those are all wet and slimy and gross. I agree. It's freaking meat products. It's like a terrible idea. Like hot dog water is the worst water. We all know that, right? People in Flint are like, uh, hot dog water is worse than this. Oh, that's probably too soon. I shouldn't make fun that's of Flint. I'm not making fun of Flint. I'm making fun of hot dog water. Anyway. Okay. I know what you mean. We know your heart is in the hot dog water. Yes, the fart is in the hot dog water. We know your heart is in the hot dog water. 
<laughs> all right. Well, well done. Anyway, all right. So Raising Dion, brand new on yes. Netflix. Uh, yeah, nine episodes. They're about 30, 40 minutes each. Totally quick watch and and uh, and, and a good little superhero story. Cute. I think it Cute. sounds <laughs> sounds like fun. I saw it on there and wondered about it. So nice to yeah. hear that it's uh, that it's good. Did I say fart or heart? You said fart the first time, but that was... No, I I swear I said heart. (laughs) Or maybe I said fart. I may have said fart. (laughs) Or maybe I thought you said fart and then they all wrote it down. It's funnier if I would have said fart, but I I, I said heart. I meant heart. This is all true. All right. Uh, Mine doesn't have a clip because I'm lame and forgot to do it. So I am going to give you a recommendation, though. Um, I think I'm recommending it. I'm I'm still sort of on the fence. But in 2013 or 12, can't remember which for sure. Uh, a movie came out called The Conjuring, and I remember hearing about it. People flocked to theaters to see it. It ended up making a ton of money, some like 600 and something million dollars in the box office, which for its paltry budget of like 20 million, it was an insane amount of profit. And it was, I had heard it was the guy who made the first Saw movie, uh, then figured out, oh, that's James Wan. Oh, wait a minute. James Wan, he made that Fast and Furious uh, 7 movie. And that everyone liked the most. Oh, and then he also went on to do the the uh, Aquaman deal. So he's kind of, you know, exploded. But he started yeah. with Saw. And then he did uh, pro- producer credits on the other Saw movies, but kind of moved on. And then directed and wrote The Conjuring. Directed and wrote the one about the kid. Oh, what's that one called? Not The Conjuring. It's, the Grudge? No, it's another one that also has Patrick Wilson in it. Insidious, oh. that's it. Insidious, okay. And now those mo- both those movies are franchises. They have multiple films, and he's doing another one right now. He's getting ready to write and direct the next uh, Conjuring movie. Hmm. And I thought, I should just finally watch one of these movies. If everyone thinks they're good, maybe these are okay. Uh, that's when I learned that Patrick Wilson is in all horror movies now. What, uh, what did you watch? I watched uh, The Conjuring. Oh, The Conjuring. And is it that was on the, Netflix? It was the, yes, it was the first one. I think two might be on there as well. Um, but it's the first one, and the, and the whole idea is it's supposed to sort of be loosely based on a real story of these like ghost hunter couple. They're always loosely based on a story. I know, and <laughs> That's it's how all they get people in. It's all horse crap. But the the one fun part about it was you could actually go and read interviews with these people. So they're yeah. real people, and they claim the movie got it right, and and I think everyone's full of shit. Or, sorry, crap. And so I decided to. <laughs> I decided to read that. It's funny that during yeah, that this is when it uh... <laughs> when it came out. Uh, but anyway, so I did a lot of that down. I went down a rabbit hole and just like I kind of like it when they're based on at least some real people, you know, because then you can dig around and find out what the deal is. Anyway, uh, I liked it. I don't know if it's that scary. It's got moments for sure. There's stuff in there, but I, th- I this is the com- big complaint I was talking to Brian about about haunted houses. The rules are all over the place and. I don't like that. I need them to stick to what the rules are. Can they mm-hmm. can they mm-hmm. move objects or can't they? Are they corporeal it's the, yeah, or not? Yeah, it's the Superman problem. Let's just create a new thing that the haunted house can do or that the ghost can do. And how are you supposed to be able to fight something that can come up with new powers anytime they want? Yeah, and even it's almost worse than the Superman problem because even it's even hard to figure out what you actually counter it with. Because at one point, it's just reading a passage from the Bible. That's all you needed the whole time? Freaking read it all day then. What are you doing? Like. Mm-hmm. Or, but then there are other times where that didn't work and that Bible got smacked out of your hands and mm-hmm. the girl yeah. got pulled by her hair. But before there was no physical interaction like it's that kind of stuff drives me up a wall. I think I I think that all haunted house films and TV shows all have this problem. 
all of them to some degree. I think Haunting of Hill House got it the most right because the focus wasn't on that stuff. I still need to watch that. That's a great series. Mm. Oh, I want to watch that again. I may watch that again just because I loved it so much. Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. It's perfect for Halloween. That move. That would drive a person to drink. It could. That's what Henry Thomas would tell you. Um, but but that thing is yeah. is gets it the most right, not because the rules are any better, but because they focus on that family and the interactions between the characters. And that made that a much better experience than most haunted houses where the focus is the house. Yeah. So so I'm recommending this because I think it's a good one of those, but it still have that, the problem that one of those has. So The Conjuring, your your mileage may vary. Uh, I enjoyed myself. Ask for my name. Yeah. Ah. And I'll definitely check, probably check oh, what where's Conjuring the, Where's the like. streaming? Uh, Netflix. 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 Okay. Yeah. Netflix has it. They also have Insidious yeah. 1, at least. And they have, I think that was out of the James Wan stuff. But anyway, he's cool. a, he's quite the uh, auteur these days, making horror movies, making big budget movies. Like he's a, he's quite the dude. He's a righteous dude. All right. Righteous dude. dude. Uh, Nicole, what do you have? What did you bring? All right. I'm going to send it to you right now. Okay. Scroll down. Brian, look away. Okay. Look, look away. away. Look away. Look away. Okay, there you look go. Look away. Oh, wait, I'm looking. <laughs> Shithole. My home this is. All right. Here we go. Oh, I, I caught a glimpse and I'm sad I did, but I really want to see this this season. All right. Here we go. I'll play it. We're searchers. You and me. But you deserve a chance to make a place in the world. See, I'm a searcher who just wants to settle. Wants it bad. Just can't seem to find that place that'll live up to you, my perfection. You want to tell me what you're doing in this place? Well, that's a fine thing to say to a customer. Customer who has brought the host of problems to my town already has enough problems you don't know a cock a duty thing about us all right <laughs> <laughs> i was hoping you would wait till that one yeah i line. saw this so i saw this trailer i don't know a week ago and i knew that line was coming so i was like i am staying here till that line comes. <laughs> that's but, funny i don't know what that is this is season two of castle rock oh, starts yeah. today i haven't watched it oh. i watched the first season of castle rock which you haven't watched if you have hulu watch the first season of castle rock it, this is an anthology anthology story so the first season of castle rock is contained and now we're starting a second season of a new story this is the prequel to misery yeah, that's the yeah. uh, Lizzie Kaplan is the yes. Kathy Bates character. Yeah, that's exactly. What isn't it also? Isn't the uh, yeah. what's his name? Andy Dufresne in this? I can't think of his name. Tim Robbins. Tim, Tim Robbins. Yes. Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins. Really? He yeah, he was that's... the store guy. Is he the Needful Things store guy? Because they cross Ooh. over a lot, right? Oh, I love how they just are bringing in this in this. Sh- series because it's all it's all cinematic universe it's all stephen king averse stuff so it's like and i'm such a huge stephen king fan so this is like i just love it yeah (laughs) i'm like oh that's oh that's yeah it probably is i don't know i haven't i haven't had a chance needful things was such a great book yeah it's uh i I mean needful things was amazing the film adaptation they did for that was kind of bad yeah Um, it was but but there are a lot of examples of that that's why we are living in like freaking renaissance time king time because yeah. everything that seems to be coming out of adaptations of King's work lately is great, if not good. Like, it was a bona fide hit and should have yeah. been. And was kind of a bad TV thing back in the day. Like, 
They just, it's like the time is right. That's why I want them to get this, uh, this um, Dark Tower series that's under production right now. That I'm, I couldn't be more excited about that because all this other stuff is just hitting. Yeah, and I'm yeah. so I'm really excited about that. So I wonder so if I, he, will, I wonder if Tim Robbins really is that dude. I want to find out. I now. don't know. I I like I said it. Just, the first, and I think they're doing. They're not dumping everything. It's one of those weekly releases. So the first episode releases today, um, and I'll be watching that tonight. Nice. Yay. Nice. So, uh, but there's a ton. So. It's perfect. It's Halloween time. There's a ton of Stephen King streaming uh, on Amazon Prime and Netflix. So the ones I'll recommend to you on Amazon, uh, Creep Show Two is streaming. <laughs> uh, okay. I like. I love. I love Creep Show. I don't know. I just like those little stories. Yeah, I like Creep Show too. Yeah. I like Creep Show as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but I'm not sure I like Creep Show too. Yeah. What's wrong with Creep Show too? We just watched it for uh, film sack. It's not that. It's you didn't it's like okay. It? No, it's fine. It's, okay. it's just it's, it's think not it, as fun as Creep Show one. One. Well, yeah. I, I know you also did. Uh, you did film sack on Dreamcatcher. I really like Dreamcatcher. When was Dreamcatcher? Well, we we don't just watch movies we hate though. We got, we see all sorts <laughs> I know, of stuff. We I like. know. Like we just so did Dreamcatcher was Morgan Freeman. It had Jason Lee in it. There was the group of friends. Oh, we did do know. Dreamcatcher. Yep. Yeah. At the okay. at the cabin, and Jason Lee ends up dying on a toilet oh, or yeah. something. Yeah. yeah right. Or yes. Yeah. <laughs> Children right. of the Corn, which is a classic. Uh, this is also Malachi. streaming on Amazon. Yeah. Malachi. Malachi. Uh, hate that kid. <laughs> I was a kid, and I wanted to watch this movie so badly. And my mom wouldn't let me. And so I remember watching it upside down from the stairs. Mm. <laughs> I, I wanted to watch it so bad. Nothing wrong with yeah. that. Right. Um, it's a great month for yeah. this sort of stuff. So those are, there's, that's on Amazon Prime. And then if, if you head over to Netflix, Carrie is streaming, mm-hmm. which I think still watch holds that up. Anyway for, uh, yeah. for Film Sec this week. So people should be watching that. Yeah, I agree. There was, there was a book that came out that I started and I never finished it. But they did make a, a, is it a movie or a series? What was the it book? It looks like it's a movie. It's called Gerald's Game. Oh, Gerald's Game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's well, a movie. So that on... also had uh, uh, Henry Thomas. Yeah. Also <laughs> also Netflix and the wife is, we just saw her in something else. I couldn't get through the book, though. It was just mm-hmm. it's too a creepy boring. Book. It's, it's, a, a it's also book, really creepy. Like, it's How a is this going to end? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, and 1922, oh. also very good on Netflix. Yeah. Some of you, if you no one's seen that, that's very good. That's got your um, the guy in the mist, which I also really liked. Uh, uh, which is also streaming the mist. Uh, who's the hung guy? Uh, oh, Thomas oh, Jane. Yeah, Thomas yeah, Jane. Yeah. He's in 1922. That's a worthy thing to watch. That's very good. Punisher, Thomas Jane. Yes, t- pun- uh, the original. No, sorry, second Punisher. <laughs> well, <laughs> we can go no, Dolph. Yeah. <laughs> They say phrasing. Yeah. No, I'm saying They're that's the guy off. from the show Hung. That's why it's not phrasing. Yes. <laughs> it was literally, a, <laughs> it was a show called Hung. Mm. Yeah. So, and then someone in the chat room asked if it's the new or old Carrie. It's the old Carrie with, yeah. uh, oh yeah, her, we're uh, doing that this week. Uh, what's her no, name? Sissy, Sissy Space. Sissy Space. Yeah, not, not the Chloe Grace Moritz. Yeah. Which she's also in Castle Rock season one. Oh. Oh, Sissy Spacek is? Mm-hmm. Well, this wouldn't be the first see like and think about the Tim Robbins connection. He's from Shawshank Redemption. Like right. they're pulling people in from other King things in very cool, unique ways. And they also happen to be pretty good actors. Like I love all of this. Like the fact that we're just living in King time is great time. 
This is good. I agree. Yeah. Yay. I'm with you. He's like my, I mean, he is my favorite author. It seems like a weird thing to say because a lot of people say that, but you know, I'm, I'm just, this isn't bandwagoning here. That dude have is you, awesome. Have you watched his son's show on FXX? I keep meaning to watch is it. it. Lock and I haven't key? had a chance to watch it. Lock and key. Do you know what I'm talking about? Is it lock and key? No, 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 work? not lock and key. Um, um, what's his son's name? Joe Hill. Stephen King. Joe Hill. Joe Hill. Joe, Joe Hill. Hill. Joe Hill. Joe Hill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll just keep saying Joe Hill while you look it up. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I swear it was something else. Uh, FXXX. He has another son who's goes by, by King, but I forgot his first name. But Joe Hill's the. Uh, oh, it's called um, N0S4A2. Oh, oh Nosferatu. Okay. Gotcha. Nosferatu. Yeah. And it's based on. Didn't he do a book? Uh, I forget. Joe Hill books. But uh, yeah, I've been meaning to watch it. I just never got around to it. I, you know what? I'm going to make sure I can. I'm probably going to have to buy it. But if you've ever seen a I picture of Joe Hill, by the way, his his picture on uh, Wikipedia, he looks like Stephen King and a chud had a baby. Now, no offense. <laughs> no offense to Tabitha King. She's a lovely woman. But but or Joe chuds Hill, for that matter. Or no, offense chuds. To chuds. Yeah, no offense to the cannibalistic humoid underground. <laughs> oh, the chud community. We, we love our chud community. Yeah, they're great. It says it's on AMC. Oh. This is that what it is? Nosferatu? Is that what it is? Yeah, it's like a weird right. code for that. I think oh, is the God. way it does it. And like I'm, the worst license plate ever. But I'm sure I'm pretty <laughs> sure he wrote Yeah, that's based on his book by the same name, published in twenty thirteen. I didn't see it. I read The Fireman in twenty sixteen, which I also really I'll liked. put a I'll put a link uh, in in the chat to it. If you've never read I, I, if you've yeah. never read Lock and Key, the comics uh, series oh, they did so from good. 08 to 2013, oh, yeah. man, so good. Oh. And that show keeps getting in and out of production like five times in a row. I don't know what's going on. With they that haven't show. made it yet, right? No, I don't think it ever. I don't think the f- it hasn't reached its final form. <laughs> it's not evolved. Kind of, kind of like yeah. Dark Tower. A little bit. Oh, Dark Tower. But that's happening. That's going now. That's getting right. made. Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. <laughs> it's my favorite series of all time. All right. Uh there you go. These are great uh, great go. recommendation. Um it reminded me that it was even on, so I'm going to go watch this. I may binge this for cuz I never oh. saw the first season cuz I'm lame. Oh, it's so good. I know. I know. Watch it. How lame am I? So good. So I'm going to do that and then get my anthology on, man, cuz look, my favorite anthology series is Fargo, but they're way too slow doing new stuff, so I need something yeah. else. Well, now that uh, Holly's done with Legion, now maybe he'll move over to uh, uh, to Fargo to doing more Fargo. Doesn't I know you his... were binging Legion last time we talked. How? Oh yeah, how Nicole, did you make it through more Legion? <laughs> I haven't gone back. Oh no, <laughs> go back! You got to go back. <laughs> I know, but it just took that first episode took too long. I know. No, it's drug. worth it's worth getting oh. to the end of season. I'd rather watch Castle it's... Rock. <laughs> uh chat room max Payne in the chat reminds us that the mr mercedes show is also a thing that's on that's my one of my mm. favorite king books that at least the first book had no supernatural anything in it it was just a detective novel and the uh this this old aging detective in the show is played by oh what's the guy's name oh my gosh in bruges um he's in oh. everything he's in harry potter his name is yes, the guy plays mad eye moody and yes. i can't remember uh a great actor his son is is commander butthole in the star wars movies Commander butthole. <laughs> brendan, brendan gleason gleason, brendan gleason. <laughs> Do, dumb oh, hall gleason God. is his son that's who that is and he plays the sorry the not commander butthole his name's 
Stork? Stork? No, what is it? He's the skinny German-looking guy. Who... I don't know. Ah, Nux, Lux, not right? Lux, not yeah. Lux. Gleason. Somebody Nux. said Gleason. Nux. Hux. Hux. Nux. Nux is the kid. <laughs> Nux is the kid from Mad Max Fury Road. All right. Anyways, uh, the point oh. is, what was my point? Oh, he plays the he plays this detective, and I have been pining to see that as well. But it was on like a weird channel, like mm. you know, how these sometimes show up in the weirdest places, and you're like, who the so, hell watches TV like, there? Yeah. For instance, I just looked up on Prime Video this Nosferatu. I guess that's how you say it. Mm. Uh, it's on Shutter, which oh, is oh yeah, the Shutter service, spooky channel. But you can watch it free for, with a seven day pass, which I will be doing to watch this show. Interesting. And there's a um, and there's a creep show on that as well, a creep show series on Shutter. That's really, oh, really? good. Supposedly. Yeah. Oh yeah, and super bloody. I heard like very mm. gory. Yeah, it's gory. Well, I mean, the the movies were pretty gory. Back in the day. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was, remember, what did we see in that second one, Brian? There was some pretty gory stuff in that. In um, uh, Creep Show 2. I'm remembering the cigar is store it, Indian with Bill Bill Tench. Bill Tench. <laughs> Bill Tench is a young uh, uh, Native, Native American, American boy. Yeah. <laughs> so is that the cigar store one? And yes. the one that always sticks in my head is when the teenagers swim oh, out in the middle yeah. of a lake. Is that oh, sure? that's pretty gory. That's, that's a gory. Too. That's gory stuff there. The I guess so. Right. Yeah. Because the, when the girl gets pulled down in and, and then the guy with the leg and mm-hmm. oh, yeah. my gosh, I get little... so much anxiety watching that one. But it sticks in my head. And every time I go to a lake, I think of that, <laughs> yeah. that uh, episode Lay, laying laying on the side of the dock. And then she turns Aww. over and her whole face is like all. That's what you get for trying to have sex. Yep. That's right. That's what happens. You smoke the pot, you have the sex. <laughs> That'll get you there every time. Get you right in the middle of a lake with a big trash bag monster in the water. <laughs> anyway, uh, well, this has anyway. been great. All these things are great. Now, here's the, here's the fun bit. If you want to find out what we talked about today because your memories are garbage, then all you have to do is follow Nicole at Nicole Spag on Twitter. And she will post those there with links Maybe and everything. Maybe not everything we discussed, but at least the main ones. Mostly, yes. M- many of what we discussed, Commander Butthole notwithstanding. <laughs> Nicole Spag, have a fantastic day. And bye, guys. Bye. Throw, we- throw wieners at your screen. Okay. Got attacked by a, a kitten Aww. while we were doing this segment. Oh, he's such a cutie, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, their worst thing is to get attacked by him, saying. I know, for a sure. A lot worse. All right, a uh, couple quick things before we get out of here. Number one, TMS Mashups has a new site, and I want people to be aware of it. It is tmsmashups.com. Jamie, put this oh, thing together. Good, that's easy to remember for TMS Mashups. It really is, and he worked really hard on this, and it's evident when you go there. So I will give you an example of what you can do. I'm going there now, and as you can tell, it's – oh, I bet they're all hitting it, so now it's getting slow. Okay, there we go. So, for example, uh, he puts his mashups here. Recent Monday mashups, for example. And if you just hit play, here's one right here where it just starts No, a handful of his presidential pubes. Excuse me. Yes, sir. (laughs) Your name is stupid. Anyway, they're all right here. (laughs) You can play them on demand. Yep, there's recent recent bonus mashups, recent Scott plays, recent Monday mashups, which are the ones we do for TMS. And then there's some, let's see, Boom Lady Boobs. What's this one? Boom Lady Boobs. Let's see. Hold on. Let's see how old this is. 
Look at us and our glamorous bullshit. Shame on you, Mr. President. I'd rather I think this might be a new one that I haven't heard yet, so I'm not going to play it yet. Okay. Uh, but it's all there at tmsmashups.com. I want you guys to go check it out. It's also linked on our page. It's just super cool. It's a great way to get this bite-sized funny stuff. And if that wasn't enough, he did this amazing film sack compilation thing. Oh, yeah, that that anniversary thing is so good. It's really good. And I'm going to play it after, the, after we're done here on this show. So you're going to oh, hear wow. this, listeners at home. You're going to hear the whole schmear. And if that's not enough to get you to finally check out film sack, I don't know what is. Yeah, exactly. Come on now. Give me a break. All right. Uh, that's it. Patreon.com slash TMS is how you support this nonsense. Please go there. Patreon.com slash TMS. Take advantage of our poor planning. And uh, take advantage of how little we get for what as much as we do, because we really screwed up. Right. You should take advantage of it. Patreon.com slash TMS. Uh, Frogpants.com slash TMS for everything else. That's going to do it. Oh, and go vote for show titles. Jeannie, thank you for the link. If you're watching live, you should guys click that link and vote for your favorite show titles that have been submitted throughout the last hour and a half or so. Brian will now play a song, and he will tell her what it is, or tell us what it is. Yes. Uh, John, Taz the Man in chat, wrote in, said, Hey, Scott and Brian, I'd love to celebrate my 27th birthday with you guys in the Tadpool with a cool song. Thanks for the years of great shows and laughs. Keep on being awesome. Love the show, though. John, P.S., you guys sound sparkly. <laughs> Do you want me to play it? Is that what I he's asking so. for? I think that's what he wants, wants to hear. Oh, geez. Um, okay. I'm here. I'm here to do. What, I'm here to be what you need. Hold on a second. So I'm not in the right place. Okay. So that would be a Daryl sound. And what was it? Sparkly. Sparkly. Yeah. yeah. Let's uh, check it out here. Here we go. Playing. You guys sound kind of sparkly. Now remember, he was <laughs> naked when he did that. <laughs> naked. Naked Trek nerd. Yep. Pretty gross. Uh, all right. So. Uh, John wanted to hear any cover of the 1975. By the way, 1975 is uh, uh, Kay, the uh, woman's living with us, uh, Tristan's girlfriend, her favorite band. They're going to go see them December 1st at the First Bank Center here in Denver. They're both super excited. Um, she probably more so than him, but they're both excited to see him. Anyway, this is uh, the 1975's The Sound, covered by Tom O'Dell for BBC Radio One's Live Lounge 2016. Here is Tom O'Dell. I know when you're around Cause I 
show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Slurp my butt. <laughs>